Blog Talk Radio. Another episode of Indie Fire with your girl Nakia. Guys, I feel like we're leaving out something. You know, like Mondays we have new music, Mondays and Tuesdays we have two lit Tuesdays. Can somebody help me come up with something for Thursdays? Other than Thursday, Thursdays? Because I have this really huge glass of wine. Like, I wish you guys could see how huge this glass of wine is. It is huge. You know, when you go to a bar, not a normal bar like the bar at the hotel, and they give you those really huge glasses. All right, so I got this army friend, right? And we 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 go to comedy shows together, right? And so the last comedy show we went to was like in D&D area, right? And so this glass was humongous, and I wanted the glass. And so he was like, well, you know, we just take the glass back up to the room, right? And I was like, you understand, I want the glass. And he was like, cool, you want the glass, and I'm going to just pay for the glass. You need a set of glasses? And I was like, yeah, I need a set of glasses. So he bought me the set of glasses, right? But these glasses are, like, humongous. Like, it's like two, like, I don't, you know, when I go out, I act like I got some manners, you know what I mean? And I, you know, only fill the wine like it's supposed to be, the glass like it's supposed to be filled with wine. But when I'm at home drinking, no, you fill it all the way up, like, to the rim, you know what I'm saying? So this is probably like three, like normal size glasses right here. Ridiculous. I, I, I'm just saying. So we can't call it thir- thirsty Thursdays, but it needs to be something. You know what I'm saying? So somebody like y'all brainstorm on that and let me know what we can call it because I feel so naked saying Indie Fire. You know, it's just yeah. You know, there's nothing there, and even though that's what it's always been, you know, <laughs> but now it just feels planned. All right. Y'all think on that for me. I but as always, I'm super, super excited to be here with you this evening. What's today, guys? What's today? February thirteenth? What I mean. Y'all know what today is? No? All right, so I'm gonna tell you what today is. All right, so it's Galentine's Day with a G, not a V. All right. Any of you ever watched um Parks and Recreation on I think it was CBS, maybe, back in the day? No? All right, well, yeah, like 2010, back back in the day. Wow. So Amy Poehler's character, Leslie Note, on Parks and Recreation, she um, talked about the day before Valentine's Day being a day where her and her girlfriends leave their husbands or, their, you know, their spouses, their boyfriends, and the girls just got together, and they did breakfast, you know, they did 
waffles, mimosas, you know, they did their thing on the 13th so that, you know, you can be with your man on the next day. So today is Valentine's Day. Well, um, you're about to miss it, but if you head over to Starbucks, you take your girlfriend, I mean, you know, you and your homegirl, y'all run over to Starbucks because this is from 2 to 7 today. So run over to Starbucks so you can get a buy one, get one free deal on all handcrafted beverages, grande or larger. Look at Starbucks hooking you up for Valentine's Day. All right? Let me see who else got something going on. Hmm. Oh, I know Sonic. If you went to Sonic, you'd get, like, mozzarella sticks for, like, 99 cents. You know, I just eat the ice from there. But, yeah, if you went there, you can get that. Auntie Anne was doing um, a free delivery uh, with the purchase of any pretzel bucket today. Promo code Galentine at checkout. That's DoorDash, all right? DoorDash only. One of my favorites, Bahama Breeze, the Island Grill, um, $5 cocktail. Uh, all right, go go check that out. Baskin Robbins got something going on also. Let me see what's, what's like national. Caraba's Italian Grill, um, this is through Sunday. So today through Sunday, um, four-course surf and turf dinner, two for 60. Um, wow, look at Chuck E. Cheese. Who, who, who and that girl about to go to Chuck E. Cheese, though? Like, me. Okay, anyway, um, now through tomorrow, purchase any large pizza and get free upgrades to an extra large pizza. Like, I'm worried about that. Like, if me and my girls decided we was going to go to Chuck E. Cheese and we don't, we didn't take the kids with us, what was we doing at Chuck E. Cheese, you know? Looking real pedophilish. Like, what are we doing at Chuck E. Cheese? <sighs> but wait a minute, Chuck E. Cheese are beer and stuff, right? So maybe that's the, mm, I don't know. Okay, that's Chuck E. Cheese. That's Chuck E. Cheese. Let me see. Hard Rock Cafe through Monday. Um, sips and sweets menu and a love it first bite menu. Mmm. Hey, McDonald's. Hey, we can all get on this right here. McDonald's is, they want to start a new tradition. They want to call it Palentine's Day. What a P. I, I, I really, reading through all of this like three or four times, it still doesn't make sense to me. So somebody help me make sense of this right here. All right, now through Monday. You get $5 or a $15 purchase with McDelivery with DoorDash using promotion code LOVEMCD in the DoorDash app. But what I got to do with Palestine, like, uh, Palin, I don't get it. Pay Mc. If anything, you should have been like McValentine or Valentine or, but why Palentine? Hamburglar time, you know what I mean? But not Pat. All right, anyway. Moving right along, <laughs> let me see what else. Let me see. Hmm. I don't see anything else. I like. You like heart-shaped stuff? Heart-shaped? California Pizza Kitchen's doing, a lot of the pizza places are doing, you know, the heart-shaped pizzas. The pizzas are not going to be pre-cut, but you get the heart-shaped pizza. So that's like Hungry Howie's, um, Papa John's, uh, Pizza Hut. You know, all of them are doing your heart-shaped pizza donuts. Um, Auntie Anne's is doing pretzels. Bojangles is doing bulberry biscuits. Brugger's Bagels is doing bagels. And my favorite, I get to get them tomorrow because I'm a sea baby girl. Einstein's Bagels has heart-shaped bagels also. All right? That's all I got. I ain't got no freebies for you except for Hooters. That's tomorrow, you know, giving the picture of your ex and you get to – anyway, we're not talking about Valentine's Day. This is for Galentine's Day. All right? So – Make sure that you're spending some love with your girls. Um, I, I don't really have that many girls, you know, but spend some love and some time with your girls, you know what I'm saying, so that tomorrow you can get right and get pampered as 
like you're supposed to by your man or your girl. You know? You know how that goes. All right? That's all I got for you. Um, movies, movies. Remember, release it on tomorrow. If you're taking a family, you're doing a family thing for Valentine's Day, Sonic the Hedgehog. I rec- uh, recommend that one. All right? If you moved up, you know what I'm saying? You and Bay want to go to the movies together, I recommend the photograph. That's Lakeith Stanfield from Atlanta. Remember him? Funny dude, right? Right? And Issa Rae. I recommend that one. All right? If you're like me, you got multiple days, and y'all, you can't decide. You want to go with all of them? Hey, <laughs> let's go see Bloomhouse's Fantasy Island. Lots of blood, guts, and gore. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have them all with me in the movies tomorrow. All right? So that's all I got for you for entertainment and news. If you're just tuning in, you're live right here on Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia. And live tonight, we have very special guest, R&B singer, songwriter, and performer, Sitch. Matthew A. Wright, a.k.a. Sitch, is a singer, a dancer, and all-around artist from Fayetteville, North Carolina. He started singing at eight years old and writing music at age 10, competing in an international actors, models, and uh, talent competition for songwriting in 2008. Matthew began producing and releasing his own music in 2015, including two EPs, Color Me Skeptics and Expanse. As he built uh, built a repertoire and decided to pursue performing as a career, he branched out to area open mics, performances, at and around his alma mater, NC State, and showcases in the Raleigh area, adopting the stage name Sitch in 2009. Since then, Sitch released more music and even shot a music video for his single, Runway. He has continued to perform around North Carolina and recently made an impression in Atlanta, Georgia, for the first time, and he is currently working on a new EP to be released this spring. Creatively, Sitch finds inspiration from artists like Beyonce, Rihanna, Miguel, Bruno Mars, and her. Aside from being a fan, each artist is a wealth of knowledge and story, and Sitch studies their artistry. Sitch values their influence he draws from female artists, especially because while men can obviously deliver power and presence, the energy women contribute to the creative spectrum is so diverse and honest strong and intentionally intersectional. It so often lives in an emotional landscape men have been socialized to believe they shouldn't access, and it's just as moving. As an artist, Sitch wants to make music that says something of substance. He loves when lyrics and melodies can speak to people, so he strives to create music that does the same. As a black male artist, he purposely writes lyrics that uplift women, address vulnerability and insecurity, and reintroduce connection. If you're a fan, welcome to the newsroom. They always know what's the sitch. No.
wanna see somebody Looking like something from a movie I don't wanna add no pressure, girl But you do something to me You know this ain't my style And I want you to stay a while So can I take your number down And take you out Hey Yeah And take you out You know with girls like you Guys make a lot of promises Anything to paint that picture Of that tough guy with confidence And though that ain't my M.O. I do want you to get this memo It will be my wildest dreams If I could have you on my team Cause even though a guy like me Doesn't seem to get around That don't mean a guy like me Don't know how to put it down And girl, you're just my style And I want you to stay a while So I can show you what I'm about If you let me take you out Hey Yeah And thank you Check it, shawty, I'm really never one to attack But when I saw you, I couldn't help but overreact You looking precious, but I ain't trying to give you a ring I just want to take you out, maybe get some drinks And we can talk about all of our biggest dreams While I stare into your eyes, trying not to miss a thing Like, I want to get to know who you are Let me be a nice guy, cause baby girl, you're a star Look, I'm just trying to be everything that you want Hey! I wanna take you out, cause I really, really like it. I like it, I like it, I really, really like it. You know I really, really like it. I like it, I really, really like it. I like it, I really, really like it. I like it, I really, really like it. I keep it tracking like I'm running out of time. I hit you up and don't be yelling. Indie listening audience, I present to you this evening my special guest right here on Indie Fire, R&B singer, songwriter, and performer, Fitch. Hello, hello, hello. How you doing? Good, good. How are you? I am well. You know what? I and I don't want to say this, but it's like... It's pressed upon my heart, so I must get it out. Over the past year, I've had so many different male R&B slash pop singers on the show. And they, Mm -hmm. even though they're all grouped under the R&B category, they all bring a different style and a different flavor to the genre of R&B. 
You know, I have some yeah. that are like old school, very, very old school R&B. They want to bring back, you know, the 70s, like R&B. I have some that want to bring <laughs> back the 80s and 90s, you know, like old, like I'm talking men that are 30s and they want to sing like they did in the 70s, but I'm, I don't knock it. You know, at least they make it work for them. <laughs> but then I've had some that bring, you know, they have the 90s, the 80s and the 90s flavor. And then, you know, you have the ones that have the 2000. But when I first um, was introduced to your sound, I noticed that it was something that was, it was very unique. It, was, it stood out really? to me. I spend a lot of time critiquing music all day long. And your music stood out, your voice, your sound stood out to me. Um, and you have something that I'll say that um, in, in, in the music, the production of the music, I can hear, you know, maybe something from another artist. But you yourself, your sound is one of a kind. So thank wow. you for bringing that back to R&B. You know, because in, in hip-hop, there's so many people who replicate other artists. You know, I want to be just like them. Uh, my, my sound needs to sound like this sound. And nobody wants right, to be right. themselves. Nobody wants, they, they, they want to stay boxed in the category. Nobody wants to step outside of the box. And so thank you for being uniquely you and having that sound um, that is uniquely yours. Thank you. And while I'm saying wow. thank you, thank, you, so thank you for being here this evening. You know, you could have been anywhere. Look, I remember you could have been anywhere, um, but you're here giving so freely of yourself um, with not only my listening audience, but me as well. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And thank you for you having so me. You are so very too. welcome. You are so very welcome. And we started with um, Dutch Date. You want to talk about that just a little bit? Yeah, so Dunch Date um, is a song that I wrote with my friend Haiku, um, H-A-I-K-V, period. And Dunch is basically like dinner plus lunch. People call it Leonard, but I felt like that was ugly, so I switched it to Dunch. Um, <laughs> essentially, <laughs> I mean, so essentially it's about um, a guy who's trying to ask this girl on a date, and um, but the time of day is after lunch, but it's still kind of early for a dinner. So it's pretty casual. Um, and that's basically it. Like it's one of those songs that you cruise to that is very easygoing and it's just fun. So. And it is very, I agree with you most definitely. So I'm going to back all the way up. I don't know how old you are. I don't care how old you are. You look very young. So I'm going to back up. All right. Your bio states that you started singing at the age of eight, started writing music at the age of yes. 10. Now, I know that a lot of our R&B female singers got their start, their grassroots, right, in the church. Where did the, the, the mm -hmm. beginning, you know, what was the beginning for you? Same. Um, for me, I grew up in the church. My family <laughs> all grew like, we were all in the choir. And whenever I got baptized at eight years old, I said, I'm about to stand right up in that choir stand, and I'm going to learn every song. And uh, right. that's where I got my start. So I'm so thankful for my family, for my mom, my parents, uh, for encouraging me to do that. And I have to shout out Mr. Russell McAllister, who is our minister of music from that time to this day, who um, wow. pushed us. And yeah, like he he's the one that really helped me to find that voice and to, to sing. And I, I feel like if I'm not singing for God, then I can't sing at all. So You know, because a lot of people... And and I, I don't not you know I'm not gonna name drop or anything because they know who they are. Right. You one of those people. I mean I'm one of those people, but um, a lot of people feel like you know once they've crossed over into the secular world, 
then that's mm-hmm. it. But where did you get your voice from? You know, who blessed you with that voice? So what is wrong <laughs> with you being able to sing in the choir on Sunday morning? You know, my whole family. Okay. And so people ask me all the time, do you sing like your mother? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you don't, you don't ever sing. Nah, I don't, you know. Or I, I conveniently always have laryngitis when it's time for a solo. You know, in church, always <laughs> conveniently, you know. I'm, I'm good. I, I can't. Maybe next time. You know what I'm saying? So I, <laughs> kudos to you for that right there. You know, I give thanks, you know, for the voice. But I feel like, and I don't, I don't sing across, you know, any genre now. But when mm-hmm. I was singing, um, that that was me. I just felt like, you know, either I'm going to be in the world um, doing this thing or I'm going to be in the church doing that thing. And so, um, yeah, yeah. So uh, glad that, you know, we do have some artists that, that know that, yeah, Saturday, I got at a performance, you know what I'm saying? Um, and they may be twerking up on me on stage <laughs> or whatever, but on Sunday, you know what I mean? Yes, you know, the spirit hit me. Yeah, and the quiet stand, yeah, I got it, you know. I'm glad that we still have, right. you know, That's artists right. like that. Yes, glad, glad to hear that. Now, when the song writing process began, did it start like um, like poetry for you? Or did you always yeah, have, actually. like, because you sung, did you always have, like, you know, a melody in your head and you could just write to that? How did it start for you? Um, it it kind of varies. So I definitely appreciate poetry and a lot of the music that I write does start with a poem. Um, but sometimes I can be writing like down the street or at work being bored and um, a melody might come to me like a little a little something. And then I'll take voice memos or I'll jot down a couple words here and there and then come back to it later and flush it out, you know. Yeah. Wait a minute. Did you say you was at work bored? Where you work at so I can let them know that you need a little more work? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Interestingly we enough, though, so I'm a... Bored at work. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a graphic designer for um, Advanced Primary Care in Raleigh. So the work that I do is definitely not boring, but I think everybody in every job has those days where you're just not feeling it. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, that's that's me every day. I'm not gonna rat you out, even though you don't put the name out there and everything. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, well, that's me every day. You know? <laughs> I, yeah, he loves his job. He loves it. He loves his job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, you look very young. Again, I'm not gonna yeah. ask your age, but what what's the first album that you ever owned? And I'm asking this because I saw that today. I don't know if you've seen this or not, but today I saw that. Ziggable planets are reuniting, or they have reunited. Like they never really broke up or anything, but they mm-hmm. are back together and they're on tour. And their tours are already selling out. Like they have performances this weekend. Um, their Saturday wow. show that they had, they no Sunday show, Saturday or Sunday, one of the shows. They had one set. They had to um, open up a second set because they sold the first set. You know, like within an hour, it was sold out. Of course, wow. they didn't go on for a minute. You know. So, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. to me, that's that when I was in high school, like they're who I listened to in high school, you know what I'm saying? So like, what's the first album that you ever owned? Do you uh, even know who Biggable Planets are? Yes, I know. I know. I'm not. Okay. I know. I, I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, okay, I think the first album I ever owned is Rihanna's Music of the Sun album, 2005. I Ooh, could not wait yes. to get to Walmart. Yes. I think I listened to every single before the album dropped. I didn't want the album because I had already heard everything. Yes. <laughs> so that would have been my next yeah. question. How did you acquire it? Like you, So you got it from Walmart. Mm-hmm. So do yeah, you, so miss, I, do you um, miss that? Do you miss being able yeah, to? I mean, not that it's not still there. You know, you can still go get the ODs or whatever. But, you know, back in the day, like, that was major for me, you know, um, to be able to. And I saw somebody with a meme the other day. Like, you had to wait, um, you know, if you wanted to request a song on the radio, you call in and you may, first of all, you had to wait to get through on the line. Then you would request right. a song. And you knew you had to wait for the song to play. Now, you would sit with your tape player, like your cassette player, waiting <laughs> right. for the song to play so you could record the song, you know what I'm saying, so you can listen to your Walkman the next day going to school. All right? So that's the era that I lived in. And then, you know, when the CDs came out, you know, that was that was huge when CDs came out and you were able to actually go in the store, purchase CDs, you had the CD cover mm-hmm. that listed all the lyrics, you know, you could sing along with the music, and now everything is all digital. I mean, I I love it, but I don't love it, you know? So how was, yeah. it, how was it like? What was your experience being able to purchase, like, an album that way, per, you know, versus now? Now, again, everything is go to Spotify, go to iTunes, you know, go. Right. What, what, yeah. Yeah, so, um, I like I said, I got that album from Walmart, and, Back then, it was a struggle because you had to wait for your parents to take you. You had to, like, <laughs> dig up your own little coins and stuff because they weren't going to pay for it for you. So right? that's how – that's entrepreneurship right there. <laughs> but, but, yes, um, yes. but, yeah, it's so different now because, like you said, everything is online and people aren't waiting for the line in Walmart to get the physical CD. They're waiting for 12 a.m. on Spotify so they can refresh mm-hmm. their screen mm-hmm. and get the whole yep. thing, you know? So I think in a way, like, the the novelty of it is a little missing these days um, because, like, the album, the physical album was, like, a status symbol. Like, oh, I have it in my hands, and yes. this is the only way you can yes. listen to it. Oh, my goodness. My daughter brought me – she went to um, – a competition last year in Atlanta and um, I don't know where they were, but she was so excited because she knows that Prince is like my all time favorite fan. I, I mean, his, I mean, his number one fan, like he's my all time favorite. Yeah. Right? So between Prince and Michael Jackson, but yeah, she love was that. in some store, she was in some store and they had all vinyls in store. And she, at the time, she was 18, so, you know, my, she has an old soul. She knows about, like, all the old music, so she knows about, you know, the stages of how you've gone from, you know, the 45, you know, to the LP and, you know, to the cassette. To the, she knows all of that. Right, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it really clicked in her head until she was able to see Purple Rain on vinyl. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. called me. She's screaming and hollering. And she's like, "Mom, get what I found!" And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> she, she FaceTimed me and, and she was like, "I'm about to buy it for you." And I was, I didn't want to like spoil anything, you know, for her and let her know I already had it. But I was like, "Yes, get it." She was like, "Mom, no, this is like the original." Okay, mind you, I was living 
when the original was out. You, I got the original, okay. but I was like, yes, yeah, get it, get it. No. So but this original hasn't been open. You know what I mean? It hasn't been open. Mine has been open and played and played and played and played, but this one hasn't been open. So that's the difference. So, yes, I I miss those times. But I also, I like the microwave, you know, um, generation that we live in. I like things that are that are quick. I don't like to go to Walmart mm-hmm. for anything now. And so, or, right. or any music store, you know what I'm saying? Unless I'm just, I, I want something that uh, I need to reminisce and, and, and listen to some old music or whatever. But I like that, the, the digital. I, I do. I do. So, mm-hmm. so what are you vibing to these days? If I popped Ooh, your playlist up right now on Spotify, what would I hear? Okay, if you were to open my playlist of, like, save songs and stuff, I definitely have... Um, like entire discographies of like Beyonce, Rihanna, um, Bruno's 24K album, but I'm also into um, younger artists like her and Georgia Smith, mm-hmm. uh, Daniel Caesar, mm-hmm. yes. and oh, yes. um, Tyler the Creator, like Igor, phenomenal piece of work. Um, I can't get with that. I, I, I really for some reason, yeah. You know what? I think it's because finally there's something that my daughter loves mm-hmm. and talks about Igor all the time. So I don't want to hear about him. And every time she tries <laughs> to make me listen to it, I don't want to listen to it. Only because I feel like this is going to be something that myself and my eight year old, she's nineteen now, my nineteen year old, we're going to agree on you know i don't right. want that i don't right. want that i don't want that gotta be that separation you know can't be your friend i gotta be your mother she's a freshman in college so i really gotta be your mother now you know what i mean but something that's <laughs> interesting something that's interesting that you you listed brianna you listed bruno mars you listed her you listed you know tyler the creator i didn't hear you list stitch at all in your playlist Touché. You know, I got some cocky. I got some cocky artists that be like, "All oh, listen to is myself. I need to get my spins up." You know, okay, I right. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, um, I mean, I get I'm, that. What's What's yeah, your favorite guess, song? By Sitch? Uh, let's see, my favorite song by Sitch. Um, out of the three he has out right now, <laughs> um, I I think. <laughs> I think if I'm trying to do something high energy, Runway is my go-to um, because I love that song so much. About to go into Runway. You want to talk about that just a little bit? Sure, yeah. So Runway is currently my lead single, and it is upbeat, it's hype, and it's about um, basically saying the kind of girl, kind of woman that I'm looking for. I always show love to my black and brown women because I came from black and brown women. Um, and I mean, it's just dope. Like we're dope. And um, I shot a music video for the song and I had a whole lot of friends in there and they were all beautiful yeah. black colored <laughs> women. Were. And it was, it was just a great experience. They're popping. So I love runway. They were. And you know what I love the most about the video is that you didn't that? go and get you didn't go and get superficial women. Mm-hmm. You got women that we see on the streets every day. You got your friends, um, yeah. and they represent 
all walks of life. They represent women in um, all skin tones, all shapes and mm-hmm. sizes, all ethnicities. It was a beautiful video. Like, I had to watch it several times because I got distracted by the fact that you didn't do like most artists do. The typical artist goes and gets, you know, um, the, the build the bear <laughs> babe, yeah, you know right, what I mean? right. For their the video, you know what I'm saying? You got real, exactly. You got women that um, little girls can relate to. And I'd be like, dang, she looks just like me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, right. What I love about um, the video, go ahead and introduce your track. Yeah, so this is Runway by Sitch. Uh, catch the video on YouTube and enjoy the song. I want a girl who got it like that. Melanated beige, honey brown, black. She independent, account her own stacks. When a spring falls, summer falls back, hey. Now all the gal them walking down my way. She not from Tula, but she whine like Monet. Freak them dress on like she on Girl, hit that watch just like a runway, hey. I want a girl inclined today. Fellas with an IQ above 98. Whether it's what dance or lingerie. She's a top model like Tyra Banks, hey. Wanna get her aside and say Anything that I gotta say Cause girl you gotta Body that's anything but safe No amount of dollars Can buy it cause everything is paid for Trying to holler But you never give them the time I say Oh and that's why I wanna I wanna I want a girl who got it like that Melanated beige, honey brown, black she independent account her own stacks. When a spring falls, summer falls back, hey. Now all the gal them walking down my way. She not from Tula, but she whine like Monet. Freak them dress on like she on Girl, hit that watch just like a runway, hey. I want a girl who can take it all. Without having to take it all. She the plug, she the one, she save it all. Without wearing a cape at all, hey. And if she with it, I'm in and I recognize and admit it. She representing, she get it and she deserves that. She throw them pounds in the sound, you and put them birds back. So if you speaking, she's speaking to take them words back. Girl, you got a body that's anything but safe. No amount of dollars can buy it cause everything is paid for. Trying to holler, you never given the time of say, oh. And that's why I I want a girl who got it like that. Melanated beige, honey brown, black. She independent account her own stacks. When a spring falls, summer falls back, hey. Now all the gal them walking down my way. She not from Tula, but she whine like Monet. Freak them dress on like she on Girl, hit that watch just like a runway, hey. I want a girl who got it like that. Melanated beige, honey brown, black. She independent account her own stacks. When a spring falls, summer falls back, hey. Now all the guys them walking down my way. She not from color, but she want like money. Freak them dress on like she on Girl, hit that watch just like a runway, hey. There she go, there she go. Find us all around her when she step out of the door. Baby going crazy by the city, and you know. Yeah, she know. Yeah, you know, no. There she go, there she go. Flawless and she got it from her head to her toe. Can't be coming lazy at the city, and you know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know, no. I want a girl who got it like that. Melanated beige, honey brown, black. She independent and got her own stack. When I spring for summer fall back. Now I got got 'em walking down my way. She not.
but she whine like Monet. Freak, I'm dressed all night, she on stage. Girl, hit that walk just like a runway. Hey yo, what's good? It's your boy Jerusalem from the Scarfella Music Group, and you on the air with the hottest station, Andy Fire. Andy Fire. With your host, Lil Timmy and the Kia, right here, right on the here, station right where you make all the hottest hip hop hits. Andy Fire. Andy Fire. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. You're just tuning in, you're live right here on Indie Fire with your girl Nakia and my very, very special guest, R&B singer, songwriter, and performer. That was a runway. Yes, I'm, I'm tired. Like every time I hear that song, like as soon as the beat drops, as soon as the beat drops, you just gotta get up. Like that's the song you get ready to. I mean, you get ready. You know, when you're going to the club, you get ready to that song. Um, that's it right there. Yes, yes, you got one with that one right there. I think so. Appreciate it. Thank you. Definitely. Thank you. Yes. I know your bio states, um, the end of your bio talks a lot about um, strong women, um, the energy mm-hmm. of a woman, um, uplifting women. Um, right. As a man, how important is it to you that women are treated with respect, that they are empowered, and that they are encouraged? I think that uh, especially coming from a a male perspective, that's one of the top priorities of mine. Um, For my family, I have two sisters and my mom. Uh, My dad passed away a few years ago, but those three women are my life right now. So I see and have seen them um, grow and work and sacrifice just to provide. And I think... um, if we are not protecting our women that are the suppliers and the givers and, and the people that birth our lives, you know, then we're not doing our jobs correctly. And especially for black and brown women, black women specifically, like they are one of the most, if not the most um, underprotected, uh, underserved populations as far as the things they have to go against, you know, and things that are stacked against them. So if I can, be one of those people that says, yo, our women are dope, you know, um, these women are really the ones that keep the tempo, then that's, that's all, that's the least that I could do. Ooh, shout out to Mrs. Wright and those siblings. You know, I, I love parents and, and I'm sure your father was impactful as well. Um, parents sure. who instill and instill so much in their children um, at an early age, uh, so that when they do become, you know, young adults and adults, that they don't forget what they're taught, um, how to properly treat um, people, not just women, but people in general, which right. leads me to the next question. How important is it to you as a man for a woman to be able to pour into you um, providing, you know, the the strength that you need mm-hmm. um, and the nurturing that you need. Not nurturing like, you know, baby suckle to mother's breast type nurturing, right. if you know what right. I mean. Um, nurturing yeah. in, in today's society, how important is that to you? Because, you know what, this is something that I say at least four, five, 17 times a week. Um, when it <laughs> comes to... <laughs> 
black men, um, you you tend to harbor your feelings. Mm. And I know somewhere in your bio, you you stated something similar to this. Like men yeah. feel like you know um, society says that you're not supposed to be vulnerable. You're not supposed to right. show this side of you. Right. Um, but when you have a woman who's there that is pouring into you to ensure that you stay grounded and focused and you stay strengthened because the world, you know, on the outside mm-hmm. of your four walls, the world is constantly beating you down, you know, mentally, emotionally, financially, physically, the world okay. is beating right. and right, right. our men down. So as a man, how important is it for you to find a woman if you haven't? Um, or the woman mm-hmm. that you're with, for her to pour into you, you know, and I'm going to even throw in spiritually, you know what I'm saying? Because okay. so many women talk about wanting about a God-fearing man. You know, women always preach that. I want a God-fearing man. I want, But then when one steps to them, they're not really ready for what um, God has placed Ooh. in front of them. So how important is it to you? I'm going to shut up because I feel something. In the midst of this wine, <laughs> I feel something. Um, so how important is that to you, that that woman is able to, you know, while you're sitting there encouraging, um, motivating, and empowering her, you know, helping her to reach new levels, even women that are broken, um, that have gone through mm. so many, and they, they may come to you, you know, you ha- or, or God leads you to her, and, and you help her get through whatever that ordeal is, but you know, in the midst of all of that, she's still pouring into you. How do you feel about that? Yeah. How do you feel? I, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think that it's important for any relationship, um, romantic or otherwise, to be mutually beneficial. And from my perspective, ah. I think that, <laughs> you know, it, it has to go both ways. Yeah. And from my perspective, yeah. I think that if I can find someone, um, a woman that, that that pours into me and encourages me to be my best self, then one, I'll be able to do that more authentically in return. But two, that means okay, exactly. that mm-hmm. there's, there's something there that we see in each other that we just want to build. And I think that it, it's very rare that you find people that genuinely just want to build you and not just the part yeah. of you that they want, you know what I'm saying? But like right. all of you. Right. Um. So, yeah, I think it's super important for, for that support to be there. And what I've been fortunate with with my upbringing is my family is mostly women. Um, it's the whole matriarchy. So um, my whole life wow. I've seen and been impacted by, yeah, that, that energy. So um, I'm, I'm fortunate in that I'm able to tap into some of those softer sides or, and honestly some of those yeah. more tough sides too. Um, and, yeah. and grow that way. So, so I know <laughs> just from listening <laughs> to you, I know now. But in case somebody might have missed it, why is it important for you to um, write lyrics that purposely uplift women? Yes, um, that is a um, an intentional thing for me because in the music landscape, um, especially with R&B, love songs, et cetera, there's a lot about the romance and there's a lot about the relationship. And I think that obviously, like, I'm not going to say that nobody, like that nobody ever writes songs about like dirty stuff. Of course, that happens all the time. But it's (laughs) nice. I mean, mean, everybody got songs like that. But it's nice to 
to be able to hear a song that is literally just like, go off. You know what I'm saying? This is your stage and I'm just presenting it for you. Or um, I want a woman who is able to handle her business in any stage, any arena that she's in, but I just want to talk about her, her beauty. And I, was, I just want to talk about what she can, what she can contribute beyond a physical level. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's something that I think is lacking a little bit. Uh, everybody here is like, you know, shake, shake that, drop that, bounce that. Eh. And I mean, that's hype, but right. it's not too often anymore that you get to hear um, more substantial things. Hmm. You speak from, and I'm not going to ask your age again, but you speak from um, <laughs> a place where, you know, um, someone who is full of knowledge and full of wisdom and somebody who's actually been through some things in life. Um, yeah, I appreciate that. Have you, have you suffered any of your own insecurities uh, that have influenced, <laughs> that have influenced uh, what you write about? Ooh, um, mm-hmm, yep, yeah, uh-huh. of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so growing up, I was definitely not the typical uh, black boy, right? So I was, like, my whole family, all of my male cousins, all of them, like, played sports, super popular in school, like, they had it on lock, and that was great for them, but growing up, I didn't have that same drive to do those things. Um, I don't know. I didn't feel like signing up for sports because I thought that if you signed up for sports, it means you're signing up to get hurt. And I was about that. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I was creative. So like my dad drew all the time and my mom's family's in the choir. And those are the things that pulled me. So naturally I go toward those artistic outlets and that makes, that ends up with me being like made fun of a lot in school and picked on all the time. And my voice is super high, so I got called, like, the gamut of taunts and all that crap. Mm-hmm. And But along the way, I had to understand that, one, there's nothing wrong with being interested in things that aren't typical for the people in your peer group. And mm-hmm. secondly, um, you're made how you are for a reason, and you're given gifts right. For a reason, and just because right. yours happens to be unique from everybody around you, that doesn't mean that you should be ashamed of it and try to suppress it. It means that you should own it and share that even more because it's a rarity, you know. Um, and typically, the rare things are the more valuable ones. So, I definitely have my share of insecurity. Um, and I wasn't the guy that had girls all over him in school. I don't even know if most of the girls in school knew that I liked other girls. Ah. So, so <laughs> I really had to like just own who I was without yeah. comparing myself to or seeing myself through the lens of other people. And that was a challenge. Now, hindsight, talking about, you know, what you went through in school or whatever. Um, and now that you found um this whole new side of you, this 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 person, this this um, artist named Sitch, um, who is very rare, unique, um, creative, sounds like no other, you know, um, because you stand apart 
from others? Um, have you suffered any resistance or skepticism from the industry? Um, yeah, so I would say just from the the things that I've um, or the like the shows and different things that I participated in, there's definitely been, I guess, an apprehension from what I could gather to the the show that I present because you you see me or you might look at me and be like, I don't really know what this kid's about to bring. And then you hear the music that I have and the performance that I put on with like the dancing and the, the singing and all that. And it's very production oriented. And I think that that's just something that people aren't used to seeing. And that's fine because that's kind of what I'm here to do anyway. But it is kind right, of, right. Um, it's kind of daunting, uh, kind of intimidating whenever you step onto a stage where nobody really knows who you are and you feel like you have to prove yourself every second that you're performing, that you're worth listening to. It's, it's, it's interesting. That sounds like a pastor, you know, you know how they (laughs) get up on Sundays and they got a pool, they got a pool, amens out of people. You know what I mean? You just be like, you just, you preaching your heart out and I know it's it's a bad analogy. I know, but they no, just keep their heart out and they're spreading the word and they're trying to win souls for Christ. And the people just sit on the pews like, oh, is my dinner done? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, so I feel you. I completely, I feel you. I get it. I completely get it. I want to go into your next track right here. Now, this is the first track that I heard from you. Fell in love with it off top. My assistant sent it to me, and she was like, yo, we need to get him on the show. Um, or maybe she made a comment on your page. It was like, you know, what do you think about him? Something to that nation. I'm thinking like, oh, if you don't book him? <laughs> but I'm like, you know, girl, come on. You know, yes, this is 2 a.m. that I'm talking about. You know, um, lead us into 2 a.m. Yeah, so uh, the next song that you're going to hear is 2 a.m. 2 a.m. is peak sad boy hours if you didn't know basically it's mm-hmm. about um that, you know okay it's you sitting up in bed and you're thinking about that person or that habit or that experience that you know you shouldn't be around you know you shouldn't be with them but something keeps pulling you back so hopefully you guys relate to what I'm putting down <laughs> it's 2 a.m apparently Nikia relates all too well <laughs> <It's> 2 a.m <laughs> You've got two new messages. First message. Message received last Friday at 4.15 p.m.
till the very next day Comes four leaf clovers No lucky charms, but you still pouring over No leprechaun sun Done chasing you Gave you some roses Each afternoon When my sky turns lost in the, you know what I'm saying? You know, I was thinking about 2 a.m. You know what you don't do? Let me tell you what you don't do. You don't listen to that right there while you almost drunk on the second glass of wine. Let me tell you, you just don't do that. I'm telling you, people. All right, I'm still on the first. I'm lying. All right, that was 2 a.m. by Stitch. But let me tell you, this song was actually, we actually had this song or that song um, lined up to play on Saturday's show. Because uh, I feel like that's so appropriate for Saturday's show. You're probably wondering what I'm talking about, right? All right, so Saturday's show, Stitch may not know, but you guys know. 
Saturday's show is our anti-Valentine's Day show because y'all know how Nikia feels about love, right? <laughs> all right, so Saturday we got, you know, all new music. Music has to be released from, like, February 1st through February 14th. But I know that one wasn't, but I wanted that one. I felt like it needed to be to set the mood. That one needed to be on the playlist, right? Um, and it still might be... Because we're going to be talking about a lot of sticky subjects. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about love. <laughs> we're talking about lust. We're talking about being saved and sexy. All right? We're talking about um, just tune in. Why don't you do that? 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Right back here, myself and co-host Susie Newton of Saved and Sexy Radio will be here with me live uh, in studio uh, for the anti-Valentine's Day show. We have met our quota for the playlist, all right? Thank you so much for all of the submissions. But, yeah, we, because we want to talk. We want to talk to you guys, all right? Um, so we don't want to play music all night. We want to talk to you guys. We got music from South Korea. You know what I'm saying? We got music from New York, of course. We got music, looks like, from North Carolina. Because before the show, we got a brand-new track that has not been released yet. And a lot of these tracks haven't been released. If they're dropping tomorrow or they're dropping next week, you know how like they be on new music. So I want to talk about not the one really quickly. I don't want to give it to you guys tonight because that is going in the playlist for Saturday. Not the one. All right. Let's talk about that very quickly. Yeah. So not the one is a song uh, that's basically it uh, talks about a situation where a guy is, or someone is infatuated with this person and it seems like as much as they try to get that person, it's just not working out, right? But they can't seem to let it let it go. So it gets to a point where the other person has to tell them that they're not the one in order for them to let it go. So, Boy, that's the story of my life. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, all right, so is it slow or is it a beat? It's um, I would say it's like mid tempo. Okay, good. All right, yeah. That that's the story of my life, for real. <laughs> I mean, for real. You laughing? I'm so serious. I'm so serious. What's the biggest barrier that you have had to overcome as an independent artist? I think the biggest barrier I had to overcome so far is just support and confidence. For sure. Um, you have your circle that supports you, of course, and but it's it's hard trying to do that groundwork to introduce yourself to new audiences and all of that. So that's that's an interesting hurdle. But confidence, too, because if you aren't confident in what you do and what you put out, it's not going to go anywhere. And whenever you are getting a lot of no's from people and people that aren't into your stuff, it can take a hit at your confidence because this is your stuff. And you're sensitive about your art. But um, right, you right. Have to keep creating, you know, keep working, and um, yeah, build that confidence. All right. So, so with that being said, for a brand new artist who may be listening to the show now, or who may come back and listen to the show, and they go, you know what? I feel him. Um, I've been sitting on this music for a minute, and I think I'm ready to release it. But mm-hmm. you know how how is the listening audience going to receive me? You know, um, I don't know really what my next step should be. What piece of advice could you offer to that brand new artist? Um, well, first I would say, 
you want to have something out. So register with ASCAP or BMI or something, get your stuff copyrighted, get it uh, published, put it out there so you can protect your work. Um, but after that, just produce and, and perform and get out there because the more that you worry about things and the more that you hold it in, you're not releasing anything. So nobody can get to know you anyway. Um, so right. even if it's not what you feel like your best is, put it out there because you never know who's going to receive the draft well. And then by the time your final is out, they're already on board. Boom. Like I tell you guys all the time. And he speaks like an artist who like really just got in the game because all of our very seasoned artists, they failed to mention something that he says, make sure that you're registered. He, <laughs> our seasoned artists, they will ever mention that. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? They tell you all about performances and make sure, you you know, your contracts are signed and make sure you know every aspect of the industry. But he says, make sure you register with either ASCAP or BMI. That is so important. Off top. Off top. Oh. All right? So, again, when these artists or um, authors, you know, those in the literary community, any guest comes on and they drop these gems, make sure that you're soaking them all in and make them applicable to every aspect, not just your, your music career or your career as an author. Make sure that you make them applicable to every aspect of your life. All right? I'm going to now open the floor up to you, Stitch, so that you can go ahead and get all of your contact information out for those who may be listening live or for those who may come back and listen to one of the many, many, many playback shows. <laughs> the floor is now yours to so get all of that contact info out. Awesome. So you guys can follow me on social media at Sitch Official, S-I-T-C-H Official on Instagram and all of that. Facebook is Sitch Official Music. And um, like I said before, watch my music videos on YouTube and follow me on Spotify, Apple Music, every listening platform that you have. Um, just look me up and connect with me. Like I would love to hear what you think about the stuff that I have out. So definitely connect with me on those levels. You heard him, Stitch Official on Instagram and Stitch Official Music on Facebook. All right, guys, another week is done. Make sure you are back here on Saturday, the 15th, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Anti-Valentine's Day show. Then back again on Monday. Hmm, who's here? Oh, Caribbean artist Tahisi out of New York will be here on Monday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tuesday, we go down to Florida uh, for a little bit of the fashion world. Looks like, yes, JMR Couture will be here at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then we, I think we stay right there in Florida. Yes. For Chris Aarons. Yes, singer-songwriter Chris Aarons will be here 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you cannot make them all, please, please, please do not miss them all. Sit, be listening too. That brand yep. song on the playlist on Saturday. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us this evening, guys. And until Saturday, have a good night.